Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Please be advised that Six Degrees of Reality TV contains explicit language. Hi and welcome to Six Degrees of Reality TV, the podcast where two MFAs try to figure out what the hell is happening on our screens. My name is Amy and I hold an MFA in creative nonfiction. And my name is Leslie, and I hold an MFA in creative writing fiction. And together, we are trying to uncover what it means to fall in love on reality TV. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Six Degrees of Reality TV. My name is Amy, and I'm your co-host. And I'm Leslie. I My voice is in and out. Sorry. <laughs> Leslie, tell us what happened to your voice. Listen, I went back in time to 1999. I was a teenager again, and I saw the loves of my life, my true husbands, the Backstreet Boys. And this was last minute. My cousin scored VIP tickets. Mm. It was like in a little box suite, like this little suite, like in the seat, there's like a button that you press for service like a server comes to you Ooh, you had a servant I have never experienced that in my life you're living before. like the other half for a little bit here exactly because my my cousin just has like amazing like wealthy friends yeah and I don't and she was like I have to take my cousin because she got me into the Backstreet Boys because I am older than her by the way and yeah. I took her to her well my mom took us to her first Backstreet Boys concert when we were kids so she was like, she has to come with us and everything. And so I went, it was last minute. I got my extensions removed, you guys. So I'm rocking natural hair. I thought I looked cute, got a blow you look out, great. got it flat ironed. And then it was outdoors at June's Beach. So okay. the ocean, my Ooh. ethnicity, my hair <laughs> in its natural <laughs> state and me dancing my ass off did not help. I look okay. like a mom. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> and you're going to see them again? Tonight at PNC. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, these tickets were purchased two years ago. It just got rescheduled like a million yeah. times because of COVID. Yeah. So um, yeah. let's talk about what you and I are really here to talk about. Ben yes. Affleck and J-Lo. It's <laughs> <laughs> the Ben Affleck and J-Lo podcast. Um I love him. I, I know like he's problematic. I get it. He has some <laughs> issues, mm-hmm. but I just, I don't know. There's, I have a soft spot for him and I love her. Mm-hmm. So this makes me very happy. She is very happy. She's very in love. She, if you read her book or heard the audiobook True Love, which was like her memoir that she did a few years ago, after the, it was like around the time that she was on American Idol and all that, and she got divorced from Mark Anthony. When she talks about Ben Affleck, you could tell that that was like her biggest regret. 
but then she married Mark and then she had children with Mark. So right. it kind of went on pause. So this is what she always wanted. The picture that you shared on social, I'm going to ask you to put it on your, our Instagram okay. her <laughs> in bed with her ring on. Mm-hmm. That woman looks 23 years old. She's like 53. I think her birthday what? is this week or next week. Yeah. What is she drinking? Baby's the, blood. The blood, of, the blood of babies. <laughs> That's like, I was talking to somebody the other day about John Stamos. Mm-hmm. Aging in reverse. Aging in reverse. Those are those Greek genes. But J-Lo, she works out like crazy. And she, she actually really eats right. I do not have time for any of that. As someone who's seen her in person many a times and been very close proximity to her because I've worked with Mark Anthony in the past. Um, she is stunning. Like So this is not a filter situation. This is no. not like Amy jumping on Instagram with 75 filters. No, no, no. She looks like that. Yeah. She looks amazing. And her ass girl in person. <laughs> I'm an ass person. So I, I'm always looking at asses because my whole family has giant asses. Or really? Everyone's mm. ass in my family is ridiculously large. On my mom's I side. I care less about an ass. On my dad's side is all boobs. So it's like okay. one or the other and okay. I'm stuck in the middle somehow. <laughs> well, we're going to get right to this because I fear we're going to lose you with your mm-hmm. voice. So let's, voice. let's get right to this. Married at first sight. So these guys, so JLo and Ben did not get married at first sight. They did not. They got married after 20 years breaking up their engagement. So Aww. guys, I'm just so happy for them. When you find a fuck boy that you love, yeah. marry it. <laughs> Marry it. <laughs> so we're looking at season 15, episode two, whole wife for a whole life. That is the dumbest episode title ever. Okay. Yeah. I like that when they were doing like rock song titles. Yeah, me too. Me too. All right. So guys, I also want to say upfront two things. Number one, so some trigger warnings here. Number one, Amy is still fully engulfed in allergy season. So you will hear sniffles. You will get this podcast three weeks later if you want me to edit out every single time I sniffle. I'll do my best to mute. I'll do my best to keep it away from you, but it's there. Okay, number two. Nate is a real trigger for me, guys. I don't know why. I mean, we'll talk about it, but I'm going to come for him a little bit. So Mm, just I'm here for it. He's a trigger for me. I don't know why. I don't know what in him is triggering me. Well, I do know. And I'll talk about it, but I apologize in advance to everyone is what I want to say. Okay. We're going to start with Morgan and Ben. They're non-wedding, I guess you could call it. So Morgan heads to the bridal shop and she wants something slightly outside the norm, which Ben said the same thing, which I Mm -hmm. thought was kind of cool. They were both like something classy, but like, you know, a little individual that you wouldn't see kind of off the rack. Morgan is trying on dresses. Morgan is stunning. Yeah, she's stunning. She's looking for that. Oh, my God feeling. So she's trying something on. She leaves. And we have her friend, Deb and Morgan's mom. And Deb says to the mom, what if they don't like Morgan like we do? Like, what if he doesn't want to be with someone who games or kicks his ass? And mom's like, it's fine. Relax. Don't worry about it. Morgan finds her dress. It's absolutely stunning. Okay, then we see Ben. He's getting fitted for a suit. Did you pick up on the tailor being really into Ben? I, 
I think it was going to get to a point like, dude, when the cameras come off, you know, like totally change yeah. number. Let's be friends. Yeah. The tailor's <laughs> like, wow, you're in good shape. And he's like feeling him around. He's like, yeah, you're in uh, perfect shape, buddy. And we get some mom talk from Ben and his friends. Like, I think the producer slipped them $5 Starbucks cards to bring up mom every time they can. Ben says he wants someone who's ambitious. He doesn't like laziness. And his friends are like, oh, so you want somebody like your mom? Yeah, okay. Whose mom is lazy? Nobody's mom is lazy. No, I feel like that's the opposite. Moms work too hard. Yes. You can't be a mom if you're lazy. (laughs) Because I'm lazy. That's why I'm not a mom. So later we see Morgan getting a call from Dr. Pepper. And Dr. Pepper tells Morgan that Ben has COVID and that they will get a honeymoon, but it'll just be shortened, which is so stupid. Why they wouldn't just postpone the honeymoon? Mm -hmm. (sighs) Whatever. So Morgan tells the camera she's worried that he has a cold or no, no. <laughs> she's worried he has cold feet and is lying about COVID. And I, I just wrote like, I think before Dr. Pepper called you and told you and called your wedding off and they moved everything around, they probably verified he had COVID. I'm, I'm just sure guessing. he had to take a test <laughs> for contractual reasons. I'm sure. Yes. All right, so let's hear from Alexis and Justin who got married last week. Now we pick up with them at the reception. So this was interesting because I noticed that last week, Justin was super into Alexis, right? He was beside himself. He was just all smiles and it was crazy. So they're taking wedding pictures and Alexis, I'm trying, I should try to avoid saying her name because my device just lit up but oh, um, no. what are we gonna do about that <laughs> so maybe we should call her like lexi sometimes it triggers it too it's okay. just all right we'll just deal she, with it she's just crazy yeah okay so she tells producers that she was proposed to three times she keeps telling us this yes we know but she never said yes and thinks this may be the one for her. And they make her take some cute pictures. They're all smiling. They do like a, did, were they the ones that did like a chest bump? I was like, what is going on here? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Can you imagine okay. having to chest bump him? He is like a twig. I how, would fear that he'd tall fly away. I'm five, six. And he's like seven foot tall, right? He's six, eight. I'm five, one. Like yeah. I could knock him in the chest with my head, maybe, <laughs> but a chest bump is not happening. It's just crazy. And so we see them dancing and they're smiling and hugging. And Justin says that he can be himself around her. Dude, it's been two seconds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So his bride, Alexis, keeps leaning in for kisses. And Justin tells her he hasn't kissed anyone for over a year and a half. Wow. Okay. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then he reveals that he's been celibate. Uh, take a and shot. And we hear a record scratch. <laughs> to <laughs> Alexis telling producers, that's not something you want to hear. And then she kind of yells it into the crowd. To the he's entire celibate. wedding. Yes. I don't why know. Why do you see that? I don't know why she would announce that. It was weird. Like, 
keep that to yourself, first of all. Mm-hmm. You just met him. It's not like you guys go way back and this is like a joke or something that you could just blurt out like this. He told you that in confidence. I mean, granted, it's on national television, but, you know, <laughs> why yell it to your mom and everyone in there? Yeah, kind of so, weird. I didn't like that move. I felt like this is going to be something that we might see reoccurring where she will reveal stuff about their marriage that he's not comfortable with. Mm. Like that's just the vibe that I started to get. Like a Stephen Noy type situation. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he's all smiles and he's like, she's gorgeous and she's wonderful and all this. And I think that that's going to be the thing that's going to kind of put him off a little bit to mm-hmm. her. Cause I, I could just sense trouble in paradise. Mm-hmm. And you know, so uh, I well, didn't like that move. That happened with Iris and Keith. I don't know if you saw that season. I don't I forget where they were. Any of these people. <laughs> Iris and Keith, same thing. Iris was a virgin, and Iris told anyone who would listen. She told Keith's mother on the wedding night. She told everybody. And it was kind of weird. I was like, why are you leading with that? But this is the other situation where you have yeah. the other person telling everybody. And for me, what it does is I feel like it's a little emasculating for a guy, you know, because we do live in that, you know, gender roles and all these expectations and everything. So it's like, so what's wrong with this guy? He's not hauling tail every two seconds. You right, know? He's not a right. real man. You know, that's all BS. We all know that you do what you're comfortable with your body, with who you're comfortable with, when you're comfortable. So that wasn't a cool move. I didn't like that about that moment. It didn't look well for her. Yeah. Toxic masculinity doesn't only affect women. It affects men too. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty much them. They're just, you know, because last week it was all about their wedding and now they're just taking pictures and embarrassing themselves in front of their family. (laughs) All right, uh, so we'll go to Lindy Lindy and Miguel. And I have to say something. I really like Miguel. Really? I really do. I don't yeah, he's know. Cute. I, I have a soft spot for a nerd. Because <laughs> he's like, he's not really a nerd. He's one of those like, okay people who think they're a nerd. Mm-hmm. But like, no, being into Dungeons and Dragons doesn't automatically make you a nerd. Oh my God. That's probably the worst sentence I've ever said in my life. Everybody out there screaming. Yes. Nerd apologist. Yes. I've played Dungeons and Dragons. It's the nerdiest thing I've ever done. Love it. Love it. Okay. So Lindy and Miguel, Lindy shopping for her dress with her girls and they're drinking champagne and she's take, she's taking her time. Nothing outside the realm of normal here. In picking her dress, but her friends are automatically like, oh my God, is she overthinking this? Are her expectations too high? Is she going to freak out? Like it's, I always pay attention to how the friends handle them and Mm -hmm. I'm concerned. (laughs) (laughs) So she tries this one on and the bridal consultant is like, close your eyes, imagine your wedding day. And yeah, she does this whole thing. And then she's like, now open your eyes and what dress are you wearing? And she's like, this one. I thought that was really cool. I really yeah. like that bridal consultant. Um, Lindsay says, this is the one. They all squeal. Okay. Miguel gets to the tuck shop and he's talking with his bros about the idea that, and tell me what you thought about this. He's like, you know, that saying that one person in the relationship is always settling. 
Yes, there's a settler and a reacher. I've heard yes. of this. It's from How I Met Your Mother. At least okay. that's where I first heard it. So someone is always settling and the reacher is the one that gets the person. It's a little better than they are, seems to be better. Like out of their league, kind of. That is so interesting to me. And mm-hmm. I don't want to say out loud what I think is happening in my relationship. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So he's like, you know, I hope that's not the case. Like, I hope we're kind of on equal ground. And Miguel's friends are talking smack about how he has the habit of overlooking red flags while he's standing right there. What I like about him is he's like, are you seriously going to talk about me? Like, I'm not right. Like, he doesn't make it a thing. Mm -hmm. He just, he's very good. I feel like at sort of dispersing the anger or like the weirdness, he just comes right out and says the thing. And de-escalates that's the word I'm looking for like he de-escalates the situation with humor which I like is he Hispanic I don't remember I think so but I don't because that's something that at least in my family that we do all the time we talk Mm -hmm. about people like they're not even there we're criticizing them (laughs) (laughs) so he chooses a metallic maroony purple suit coat it's not Mm -hmm. great it's not great. No. I feel like it's something I wore or something my date wore to the prom in 1997. Not that I've ever been asked to a prom. And if it was in 1997, that would have been inappropriate because I was like 24. Okay. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> How old I was that? I, in 97, no, I, I was like No, 12. I wasn't. I was 21 okay, in 1997. I was, tw- I was 12. Yeah. Well, I'm an old lady. Okay. <laughs> so it's their wedding day. And Lindy's friend, Andrew, is there to eat fruit with her and ask her questions, which were clearly provided by the producers. (laughs) She's freaking out. She's, you know, nervous about dance. She's kind of nervous about everything, but I feel like that's normal. Totally normal. Especially if you know you're dancing and all that shit is going to be on national television. Right. "Mm." Okay. Andrew reminds her how their faith got them to be so weird about dancing and how if they could hug people, they had to do an A-frame hug, which meant that your private parts were not touching. Mm, you're leaving room for Jesus. That is so fucking weird. <laughs> it's weird, but okay. She's worried someone might want to control her womanhood. And I just wrote, welcome to America 2022. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, Lindy's dad is not supportive. Probably... <laughs> Oh my God, I can't believe I wrote this. All right, trigger warning, guys. I I don't love religion, okay? So I kind of (laughs) come for it often. I wrote, he's probably off whipping himself somewhere for watching a Victoria's Secrets commercial. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, (laughs) He's probably just, I picture him like a Papa Plath, like a Barry Plath. Like he's just self-loathing. And he doesn't want to come to this wedding because it doesn't fit with his faith, whatever. That's why I love being Catholic because I am allowed to sin and then just repent and everything is fine. Yeah, you just call up the men in black eraser. And it's like, it yeah. never happened. Like, it never happened. <laughs> so, because from what I get from her, I believe her parents, at least her father, is still in the faith, mm-hmm. right? And she's out of it. It seems like she's out of it. Okay. So Miguel is telling his friends he had a last meal of Snickers and Oreos last night. Props. He's telling us he's a serial monogamist. And then he remembers that he used to be a bit clingy. 
And he also really wants someone who appreciates D&D. Mm-hmm. Miguel says he will miss shitting with abandon as a single man and just being able to stink up the entire apartment. <laughs> and that's the one thing he's going to have to be, you know, ca- cautious of is how many smells permeate the space with his new wife. They should get two bathrooms. There you go. Miguel's family is lovely. His sister Priscilla meets him out on the street and is like sobbing. And she's like, I'm behind you in this. I support you. Like his family seems really great. Yeah, they're like, I can't believe someone's married this dork. Yep. <laughs> He's at the altar and he wants to be blown away. He keeps telling us that. And then he calls out to Lindy, babe, where art thou? And I'm like, no, another misstep. <laughs> Don't say shit like that. He he's I really, really like him. I think he's one of those guys that doesn't take shit too seriously. He's gonna be really easygoing. And I think that, you know, they I think they might work. What I'm getting off of him is that he is a little socially awkward. And so he's leaning into the whole I'm a nerd thing to kind of cover it up. So if he acts weird, then he could just attribute it to like, oh, I'm just a nerd. Yeah, a hundred percent. So they meet at the altar. She gives Miguel a big hug and we get the family wants you to know. So about Lindy, it's that she can find beauty in everything and everyone. She's a doctor who's a physical therapist. She brings people together. I wrote blah, blah, blah. She's nice. Mm -hmm. Uh, Miguel is, they start with a really muddled metaphor. He is that missing puzzle piece you've been looking for on the carpet of your grandmother's house. Like, I don't even know where they're going with this. (laughs) What are you talking about? He has a PhD in neuroscience and he's really rad. I don't know why. (laughs) They read their vows, they get married and they do a real kiss. Like it's a kiss. Uh, They seem pretty happy with one another. So then we see them later and they're chilling on a bench and Miguel whips out his D20. Now, if you guys have never played Dungeons and Dragons, it's all about the dice. You know, that's how everything happens. So he pulls out his 20-sided die and he tells her, I like how he described it. He said, it's like Lord Dungeons and Dragons is like Lord of the Rings, but you're like improv. You're improving in that world. It's awful. I'm sorry. I was kind of tricked into playing Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> at the beginning of COVID and I hated it. It's not great, but you have to understand, Leslie. This was what we had in the 80s. Like, we didn't have a Game Boy. We didn't have a Nintendo. Nintendo didn't come into my house till 1988. Like, what did we do before that? You know what I mean? This was it. As far as I know, before 1985, there were dinosaurs roaming the earth. I don't know. There were. There were. (laughs) So they talk a little bit about uh, work. And Miguel says he was a scientist, but he kind of fell out of love with the research aspect of his work. So he became a medical writer for a pharmaceutical company. I can't even imagine how much money he makes. He makes good money. Let me put that way. Sounds kind of boring. A lot of research. I mean, I do it. I enjoy research. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Yep. Lindy works per diem so she can travel and and per diem is just kind of like by the day. So she can Mm -hmm. work five days, one week. She can work three days the next. It's, it's totally up to her. And so she's like, I did this so that I could travel. And he's like, I could travel too. All I need is Wi-Fi. And then they both tell the experts like thumbs up. Good job. 
And Which that's where we sign. leave them. Yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. Good start. Yep. Uh, let's take a quick break, and we'll come back with Stasha and Nate. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So for some reason, I call her Stasia. Is it Stasia or Stasha? I don't know. It is Stasha. Stasha. I was calling her okay. Stasia as well, but... I kind of made note when she was saying it and she was saying Stasha. Stasha. Okay. So I'm going to have to do like last season with the Lajo and like phonetically write it out. So I don't make the mistake. So. Yeah. See, just do it with out. like the S-A-J at the end. <laughs> Stasha. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Stasha is super excited to get married. You guys, she greets her girls in the bridal suite. Like this is one of my favorite tropes of this show. It's like, it's your wedding day. And even when your friends don't want you to get married on this show, they're still like, what? She a cat? Yep. And you have to wear like the Victoria's Secrets pajamas, mm-hmm. like the, the normal ones, not the ones you get in the back. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> everybody's amped everybody's jumping up and down and she makes it a point to tell us that she has no student loans how fortunate of her that's pretty Me, impressive but like not so lucky yeah i'm not so lucky either <laughs> and then she's financially stable she tells us she's a hard worker and we instantly get the feeling that she is very type a and yeah. i can't wait to see how this will crash and burn when she meets her match yes. because he is not a neat freak at all no okay and i, I also that. feel first impression she is not gonna put up with his shit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so she tells us she's very nervous and sweating from places she didn't know she could sweat from like <laughs> her eyelids and i'm like girl those are tears that's what that is so we cut to Nate who is also getting ready and he tells us he can't believe it's his wedding day he is popping champagne with his bros and he starts to get ready to meet his wife at the altar he tells us he hit rock bottom in the past but has his shit together and is ready to grow up and find a bride so I'm like okay so you've been through the worst you got that past you. Now you're ready. Let's see if this is true. Because sometimes they say, I've put this in the past. And then you see it creeping back in. Yep. So yep. let's see. And I feel like there's a lot more to his past that we don't know. <laughs> I'm waiting for an Isaac moment. You know, <laughs> like, I'm waiting for that. It's more than selling those 
bags, those knockoff bags. There's something else there. There's something going on there. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to see. So then we get Dr. Pepper explaining that they match these two because they both aspire to be a power couple and they are both entrepreneurs. And I'm like, okay, we'll see that. So Nate's fun side will balance Stasia's serious side. See, whenever they say this person is this is going to balance it out, it usually clashes. Yeah, I agree. Because they're like, I hate that you're this way. And they're like, I, why did they match us? Like sometimes it works. Like, for example, I think it's going to work with Lindy, who can kind of come unraveled. And then Miguel, who's very easygoing. Like, mm-hmm. I think that will work. But I don't know. There's not many other opposite combinations that work. Yeah, I, I don't know how this will work. Oh, it's going to be so fun to see this train wreck. So Stasia, um, her mom is nervous and worried that she won't give her future husband a chance because she is very particular. And her mom is telling her to take it easy on him. Give him a chance. When your mom is telling you, now be nice, <laughs> <laughs> that's not a good sign. Right. Like we should have, we should have all listened to Bo Bridges last season. We owe Bo Bridges an apology. We should have all listened when he was like, "Mm, you're not very nice to people. (laughs) You're going to be okay to his daughter, Lindsay. (laughs) Yeah. Sestasia is very clear that she wants to make it clear. (laughs) So she's clear that she wants to make it clear what her boundaries are. And argues that she doesn't always say no. Mm. I'm like, okay. Okay. That's Nate. Nate just wants his bride to be understanding and patient with him because he is. That's what he claims to be. So Nate sends his bride a Polaroid camera. And apparently she got him the same exact gift. So they both got each other the same thing. I feel like we've seen that before. That's happened before where they'll be like, oh my God, we both got this, you know. But I, so. I particularly feel like it happened before the Polaroid, maybe around Noy and Steve. I feel like she got him a Polaroid camera, but I could be wrong. Yeah, there was some other couple that did that too. Yeah. They got similar gifts. We know there was Polaroids on Love is Love is Blind, was it? And uh, God only knows what happened there. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So Nate also sends her the engagement ring. And it's from, guys, James Allen. Take a shot. Oh, James Allen. James Allen. Product placement galore. Because they make sure to tell us it's from James Allen. I I don't like this new thing. Like, they did a full-on commercial on Plathville this week. A full-on commercial for DirecTV right in the middle of the episode. See, they did this on another show. Um, I think it's like smothered or it something. Was smothered like, when they went to We're Sonic. Going to Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> and then we see three minutes of them ordering food yeah. and talking yeah. about how great the service is. What is happening? Guys, we hate commercials. It doesn't matter whose mouth it's coming out of. We still hate them, even if we they're coming them. out of the star's mouths. Exactly. Ugh, can't stand it. So actually, Stasia's mom's name is Stacy. Oh, that's not confusing. Yes. And she is rocking that gray hair. And I was like, if my hair grayed that way, mm-hmm. I not only wear it that way, but they made kind of, I have like purple highlights to it. That's just kind mm-hmm. of like me. I would yeah. love it. So I have like three annoying gray hairs and it's oh just God. not my destiny. Three inches of gray hair. <laughs> <laughs> 
So we get intercuts of both of them being nervous before meeting and walking down the aisle. Stasia is in tears. Nate is trying to play it cool, but he has a lot of nervous energy. He's kind of moving around, like he's just fidgeting, can't stay still. And so then we finally get him at the altar. He's waiting there. And then the grand entrance. Nate is instantly attracted to her. He sees her. And says, that's what I'm talking about. It's gross. It's like uh, Pepe Le Pew when he used to see like a pork chop. No, this is, I'm mixing up things. (laughs) Pork chop is when any of these Looney Tunes were hungry. (laughs) Pepe Le Pew saw like, what was it? A squirrel that he thought was a skunk and tried to like force himself on her. Very problematic. (laughs) Guys, all, all I mean is it's gross. He looks at her like a pork chop. There we go. Yeah, he's like, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. He's like saw Jessica Rabbit, and he just turned like insane. So he also said, like, we're gonna be all right, and he instantly tells her that she's beautiful. Okay, that's nice. Okay, she's beautiful. Fine. So Nate's family wants um, Stasia to know that there will never be a dull moment with him, and he's the adventure type. He loves the outdoors, hiking or watching the California sunset. And then the lady marrying the couple says, he's a freak in the sheets. That's what his friends and family want her to know. Okay. All right. What? A couple things here. Let me unpack this. (laughs) Number one, these things are written by your friends and family. So Uh who knows that you're a freak in the sheets? Maybe his friends slipped out. Maybe the guys. Yeah. But number two, why would you say that first? I don't They know. did him dirty. I was like, eh? what happened? What are we doing? <laughs> what? What's going on? I would be mortified if someone said that about my groom, whom I just met on television. Yeah, I would be mortified as well. Although part of me would be like, really? Oh, we shall see. Should we talk about this? <laughs> but yeah, but her mom is in the crowd. And I know, America I know. is watching. No, no, no. Ugh. No, you have to put a, a strong wall between sex and your mother. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Oh, I don't want to hear those. I never want to hear you say that again. No, no. <laughs> Stop talking about me sexually in front of my parents. Let's isolate <laughs> these these quotes I'm saying here. <laughs> Oh, God. And then we hear that he's a deep thinker. So aside from like rocking your world in the sack, he could think about it mm. real good. Now I and would like- rather talk about aliens. Listen to this. <laughs> the Mandela oh, no. effect. Oh, no. <laughs> what? Um, I wish the Mandela effect was happening right now. And I didn't remember <laughs> what I was seeing here because <laughs> this is crazy. Did you see the meme that's going around with them? It's the Man- Mandela effect, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. About Ed McMahon. Did you see this? Mm-mm, no. That Ed McMahon really was never associated with Publishers Clearinghouse. Really? But like, we always assume he was. Didn't, wasn't he like a host or like he, he talked, walked over the checks? Are we crazy? He was the spokesperson in my okay. memory. It's, yeah. It, that's such a unique effect. I love it. But like, stop, just stop, stop, Nate. <laughs> so you're trying to tell me that pop culture is trying to gaslight us into yeah. thinking mm-hmm. that never happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all I need. Thank Pretty you. Much. Yeah. <laughs> and then we hear that Nate can also be a Devo, you know, okay. a Devo with an L because he's a okay. man, because he has right. a penis. 
And he cares about his straight teeth. No shame. I got adult braces at some point because no problem. Mm -hmm. No problem with that. But the pastor adds, or the officiant, I'm not sure what her qualifications are, um, that his outfits need to be fire. Okay. And by fire, I don't mean like set on fire. They need need to be fire, as the kids say. (laughs) So fresh and so clean and so dope. Yep. Like he just needs to look good all the time. I mean, really, is that like a character trait? Like, doesn't everyone want to look nice? Yeah, but I think that in this instance, it's kind of like, I want to show off designer brand kind of thing. yeah. Like maybe being a sneakerhead and like the the newest kicks and the Jordans and the this, probably that's what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't shop at like the clearance rack at TJ Maxx like me. No, probably like just labels like that's what I'm thinking he's not hitting up 30 percent at Kohl's no (laughs) so Stasio's family wants him to know she is a true definition of independent woman okay she graduated with two degrees I love an educated woman Mm -hmm. so props to her for you girl she's purchased and renovated multiple properties and she has secured general well, general wealth or generational wealth, I think. She has secured generational wealth. Um, I feel like that term is being used a lot this season without us knowing, without her knowing what it is. Right. Because like, isn't generational wealth means that you'll have enough for your children and your grandchildren? Yeah, it's like wealth that has been in your family for generations. So she's mm-hmm. creating generational wealth. But like, I don't, she doesn't, first of all, there's no generation to pass it on to. Right. And I, I don't know. It's just, I don't, guys come at us and let us know. Like, I don't know if that's being used correctly, but I, yeah. I applaud her efforts. Let's put it that way. And I think Nate's boner grew three sizes that day when he heard all of this generational wealth talk. <laughs> <laughs> Cause he wants to look fresh. As so he's going to need that would. money. <laughs> like as anyone would, I'm not judging him for that. Like yeah. if I'm meeting a stranger at the altar and they're talking about how fucking rich they are, I'm like, okay, okay, I'm like, okay I can make this work. <laughs> okay, and then they say, "Don't be scared if you catch her sleeping with her eyes open." And I was oh, like, "Wait, okay. like literally okay. with her eyes open?" What the fuck is that? What is that? Well, either she has some issues with her eyelids that do not close, or she has deep trust issues, and it makes her so Satan. <laughs> and she's just so untrusting that she cannot close her eyes. How are you sleeping? I don't know. I've never known anyone to sleep with their eyes open. Have you? It's a saying. I don't, I didn't. Well, it could be a saying for a reason. Someone sleep with had one a, eye open, but at least yeah. resting the other eye. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on there. Weird. So they exchanged vows and they were pretty basic. I didn't bother writing them down. I was like, meh, nothing to write home about. And they share a kiss and it's pretty tame. Yeah. You know, and after the season that we had, like two seasons ago, Amira and Gil, like I never know how these are going to play out in terms of kisses. Like, will they kiss? Will they not kiss? I know. Are they going to full on like make out in front of the whole family? Like what's going to happen? Yeah. What does Coco think? I hear her chiming in. Yeah. Coco, producer Coco is back at it, you guys. <laughs> it's summer. She's like, I cannot be tamed. She's living her best life. <laughs> living her best green conyard parrot life. <laughs> So then they get some alone time, which I like this little 
part because then it's like okay they did the whole big thing Mm -hmm. hi nice to meet you that's kind of where it usually happens and people Mm -hmm. start exchanging little tidbits about each other and they pop some champagne and Nate tells the camera he's happy with his wife and this pissed me off Uh he goes she's thin has nice teeth and has a lot of hair on her head Okay, is this the part where he says you have a nice little waist? Uh-huh. Oh my God. Okay. So so this is part of that part, but this is when yes. he's telling actual cameras, she's thin. It has I a have, lot of hair on her head. I have a real problem with this because men who say that up front, like don't have a baby, mm-hmm. don't put on 15 pounds because guess what? he's gonna treat you like an asshole I can't I can't that was very triggering for me so I'm not even gonna go off on him because it was triggering also she is a woman of color what makes you think maybe she has extensions on yeah so if she takes them off are you gonna be less attracted to her like what are you saying good point yep I don't like that. And women of color, we've always, at least for me, especially being Dominican, like that Afro-Latina-ness, that it's it's all part of like, you know, the blackness that we have within us that is hair texture. And like, does it look right? Does it like, we fuss a lot about our hairs and we're very delicate about that. So I don't yeah. know if that's going to play off too well. Like, that's not good. He, yeah. He's a black man. He should know better than that. Yeah. Do not comment on a woman's hair, waist, Mm-mm. anything else. The first five minutes you meet her. Exactly. So she tells him that her goal is to quit working. So that's what she invests in properties and flips them. And Nate reveals that he's in day trading and works the schedule from 5.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. And he works from home. And I want want documented footage of that. (laughs) I want a time-lapse camera set up prison cam in their apartment of Nate at that computer at 5.30 in the morning until four o'clock in the afternoon. And I love her reaction because she makes a face because she also works remote. So they're going to be in the same apartment for 24-7 just all the time. Yikes. So she asked him if he's a clean person and he says he's okay. And I was like, uh oh, here we go. And Stasia is a clean freak. Her family considers her house a stage house. So the house basically is like a stage house is when you're trying to sell it to people. So it's at its best behavior. You don't really have much personal items. It's just pretty like a blank slate. Just everything is in its place. Mm-hmm. So that to me sounds like Monica Geller kind of like clean freak from yep. friends. Yep. So I'm like, ooh, this may not work well if he's not that neat. Right. Is it going to be like a Johnny situation where he wants Bao to shower five times before she gets in the bed? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh no, this would not end well. Mm-mm. And then they take a ton of pictures. They're generally, they look like a good couple on paper, you know, when based on the pictures, everybody's smiling. And one thing that gave me a bit of a not so easy feeling was that he keeps talking about her tiny waist yeah that was what drove me insane and I realize after years of therapy that I'm bringing my own stuff to that so Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna not go off on it today same as someone who has openly discussed issues with anorexia and other eating disorders and been in treatment for it things like that really bother me because it's like oh no don't put that on another woman. We have enough of that in our own heads. We don't need yep. someone to voice this. 
on television. Yeah, it, it it's gross. Just gross. But yeah, and, so and we'll not see a good what start. Happens. Not a good start. Not, not a my good start. end. Team Leslie's not looking good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now we're going to go to Kristen and Mitch. And I take back every nice thing I said about Mitch last week because. Yeah, you were all enamored. I was like, we really? did not see a good side to him this week. Oh, okay. Mitch shows up to the tuck shop on his bike. Of course he does. Of course. He gets there and he wants super classic. Like, I want a super classic. I, I wrote suit, but is he wearing a tux? I can't remember. I, don't even, I think he has a tux. Much. So he reminds us that this experiment will force him to take the highest level of commitment, even though he has failed at even the lowest level of commitment. This is not good. This is doomed for failure. I'm just saying mm-hmm. that right now. Okay. Kristen is nervous that the same old feelings. Did you know she had a broken engagement, Leslie? I don't know if you knew that. Oh, really? She okay. did. Yeah. Mm. And she's worried some of those feelings might resurface. And we learn that she had a broken engagement. Her friend Zoe asks about her dad. Now, don't forget, guys, Kristen is the one who's telling her dad day of the wedding. Okay. And she's like, look, I just have to do it my way. I have to tell him face to face, not over the phone. I tell him over the phone, like we're doomed. So Kristen is picking out more of like a fitted dress. It's more of like that mermaid style. And it looks gorgeous on her. And I really liked her dress best of all. And for me to comment on fashion, you know, it had to like blow me away. Yeah. You know, and and sadly, I didn't really focus on the dresses of my couples because I was just kind of like meh yeah <laughs> I mean they looked fine but it wasn't well, something that yeah. I was like crazy about I agree and hers like really stood out to me that's why I commented on it mm-hmm. um on the wedding day Mitch and his friend show up to the hotel and they're like wow this place is rad like oh my god it's like a house and he has a gash on his head because the waves were big and he got hit by his longboard So now Lizzie shows up and I can't tell if she's a friend. I can't like, I don't know if they know her. She's there to do his hair, his hair and his beard and everything. Oh, this is fun. Groom him. And she gives his beard a trim and he loses his ever loving mind over this. He freaks out. His beard is too short. Now I did like a before and after his beard is not much shorter. It looks better shape better yes yes it's just cleaned up so then his groom groomsmen struggle to tie his bow tie and he freaks out again so this could be two things right it could be like oh my god red flag he's a diva or it could be like he's just super nervous it's his wedding day and here we go all right Kristen's up at 4 a.m that day And she's a nervous wreck because she's got to tell her dad and she and her friends are drinking mimosas and she's like, don't judge me. I'll give a shit. It's 10 a.m. I'm drinking champagne. Yeah, that's always a great idea to get liquored (laughs) up before speaking to your dad that you're scared of. Her sister's there and they talk about the dad. Now, I want to ask you a question. You're an older sibling. okay? you go to your younger sister and you're like, hey, I'm getting married. Don't tell mom. She has no idea. (laughs) <laughs> and tell her day of. Do you really believe your little sister doesn't run and tell your mother immediately? My sister, I before I'm even <laughs> done speaking, she's texting her. Yes. There is no way, as a younger sibling, there is no way this younger sibling 
did not give this father a heads up. There's no way. Of course. Of course. Okay. So Kristen keeps saying, I've been, I've wanted to get married for a long time and the apps are terrible. And guess what? I was almost here before and I had my heart broken. And she tells us the story for failed engagement again. Okay. Then she says she took two years to process that, to get over it, which she clearly has gotten over it. I mean, yeah, clearly. I mean, she doesn't mention it at all. So she's clearly over it. Not at all. Then they ask her, like, what are you looking for looks wise? And she does say she really enjoys a nice bald man. So there's that. Which is good, because if you recall from Houston, Mirla did not enjoy baldness. Correct. And that I think that she held on to that the whole (laughs) way through. So now Kristen's dad arrives. Okay. And she hasn't seen him in a few months and she's a nervous wreck. And she sits him down and she's like, I I really... I'm starting to really like her, by the way. I don't know what it is about her, but I just like how she like handles things. Like she seems to be a straight shooter. I like that. She's like, okay, dad. So I'm going to talk a lot and then you can respond. (laughs) He's like, okay. So she tells him and dad has Pikachu face. Dad's like, (laughs) what is happening here? It's always fascinating to me when these people on these shows are like, Okay, so I'm going to do this crazy thing, get married to a complete stranger. I'm just going to have cameras around, but my family doesn't know. So what do you tell your family? Hey, um, these cameras are just here because I'm trying something out. Well, and it's like some of them tell them like, oh, I'm on a dating show. Like, unless your parent lives under a rock, they know that Married at First Sight was in San Diego next Although Mm -hmm. some parents may not know that. No, not really. If they don't watch Lifetime. But that younger sister knew. Believe me, she knew. She's all into this. Okay. So dad is like, look, I go on vacation with strangers and it turns out to be a fucking nightmare. And you're going to marry one? And every stranger dad has ever gone on vacation with is like, hey, (laughs) fuck you, dude. So then he says, (laughs) I think you're insane. And she's like, will you walk me down the aisle? And he says, I don't know. Dun, dun, dun. And that's how yeah. we end. That's how we yeah. end. So then I have next time on. Stasha feels like Nate is the one. Justin feels like Alexis is the one. So we're doing okay so far. Lindy tells some woman we're either going to trauma bond or grow together and grow together. Sorry, and grow together, or trauma is going to destroy us. Now, I think she's talking about, I think she's talking about her religious background and maybe her siblings. I don't think Mm. she's talking about Miguel. I mean, what trauma bond would they have so far? Morgan is upset she's not getting married. Ben says he was super careful and doesn't know how this happened. Kristen is crying. Mitch is freaking out. And that's all I have. So that's where we leave it. How are you feeling about these guys? You know, so far... I'm not excited for them. I'm waiting for them <laughs> to get past the wedding and get to the honeymoon because that's where shit goes down. That's People start hating down. each other. They start over drinking and mm-hmm. then their two colors come out and then they got to move in. And then it's like, oh crap, now I got to live with this person. So that's when it starts to get fun. I agree. I, I think them dragging these weddings out for four episodes is ridiculous like just I think give us the weddings give us the weddings they could do this in two if they want because there's so many couples just two episodes yep. of weddings bam bam you're done 
Yeah. And then honeymoon and then let the drama begin. We do not need 37 episodes of the show of no, this season. Like no, this is kind of what happens every season. Yeah. Like it's July. You and I are going to be covering this season until October. Wow. Don't you think July, August, September? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. All right, girl. Well, uh, tell everyone where they can find you. If not at a Backstreet Boys concert. <laughs> Well, I will be screaming my head off at a Backstreet Boy concert. Hopefully I won't lose my voice this time. It's gotten progressively, I've had to mute myself, full disclosure, a <laughs> bunch of times, but it's getting a little better and, you know, yeah, um, but at Sinister Girls, follow us. Um, that podcast is an interview podcast and we have guests and we had Jocelyn and, and Chris that just performed two songs from their album. Like that was amazing performance on the show. And I got word that I might be going back into the studio this fall. So boy, it's back on radio, live radio, you guys. So stay tuned for that. That'll be fun. How about you, Amy? Um, I'm over at Gen X. This is why plowing through those little house on the prairie episodes. I'm just waiting for you to get a 90210 because that's more my speed. We're getting there. We're on episode seven or eight of season eight so we're getting there there's only nine seasons of little house so mm, okay maybe maybe in three years I'll be isn't there. there like 13 seasons of 90210 the original run oh i like hope a, so like 11 at least 10 or 11 i hope so i can't wait for it i can't wait to talk about brenda's virginity for three seasons <laughs> cannot wait cannot wait for it oh, so we'll see so all right, guys, follow us on Instagram. That's where we're mostly active. We do have a Facebook page, but we don't really do anything there. We're on Instagram. That's where we are. Six we're Degrees of Reality TV. We also have a website, sixdegreesofrealitytv.com. And I believe we spell out the six. Yes. Oh, and right. give them our email in case they want to, you know, tell us they hate us and not put it on a public, you know, review. Yeah. If you want to send us some hate mail, you can do that at info at six degrees of reality tv.com and you can also i'm sorry my phone's going off and i don't know how to make it stop you can also uh leave us a review you know reviews help other people find us so if you like what you hear leave a review if you don't like what you hear you don't have to say that we do this for free yeah of our own time you know? and it's for fun you it's know. just for fun yeah go hate on someone else yeah i mean i mean to be fair amy we did have a 15th listener did this listener hate us? Yes. But at least we made it to 15. And that's all that matters to me. That's all that matters. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you soon. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.